Welcome to Metaphysical Soul Speak, the podcast. I'm your host, Elena Fox. Hey guys, I hope you're doing really well in this moment in time. And that whenever and wherever you happen to be in this grand cosmos of misters and tricksters, (laughs) I hope that you are able to manifest the life of your dreams by impressing upon the field of dreams. Remember that movie, guys? Field of Dreams, Kevin Costner. It's a great movie. If you have never heard of it, go look it up right now. Go uh, however you can watch it. Go watch it. It's um, a slower-paced movie, but it's got such an incredible... It's really incredible. It's like, it's really kind of a magical movie. And, uh, but in the movie, I'm not going to give it away if you've never heard it, of it, but in the movie, he is told this man, he's trying to make something work in his life and he hears a voice, the still small inner voice, perhaps the voice of God. I don't know. For this example, this metaphor I'm giving you, let's say yes. It was the voice of God and, and the voice of God said, if you build it, they will come. If you build it, they will come. Now he heard it and he was like, you know, he didn't know and he kept he had to keep hearing it again and again and again. Now yesterday or earlier today, <laughs> doing the uh, Akashic Records of Jesus show, You know, Jesus said that God will open the door once and then if you don't like pass through it, then you're never going to get the chance again. It's not true. God's telling me that you do get the chance again. You get a bunch of different chances. And sometimes you might not get the chance to, you know, let's say live in the apartment of your dreams. If you don't take the chance at that moment and take the leap of faith, but maybe it's possible the next uh, place you do see is the place you end up living. Maybe it's. 80% on a scale of one to a hundred, whereas the other place was 95% as far as satisfaction and happiness it will bring you. But it's also possible that, you know, it wasn't the right one, or maybe you're going to learn a different lesson there and you needed to learn that lesson anyway. And I kind of feel that not only does free will take place in this world, but also fate. And I think that things are brought about in a new and different way anyway. My uh, dear, dear friend from Saudi Arabia was born in Minneapolis the weekend I was there. I didn't know him. I was 16 years old, more or less. And I, I didn't meet him. He was just a baby being born in a hospital. And I was in a convention center with my parents because they had something going on. Some sales convention or something my dad was attending. And we, we always traveled as a family when we could. And I don't know. There's something about the energy that he was there in that city being born, being, becoming a dual citizenship at birth of both the kingdom of Saudi Arabia and also the United States of America. And He was born in Minnesota, of all weird places for a Saudi citizen to be born, right? And he's an American citizen. And so when I went to move, when I broke up with my husband, 
and I went to move with my kids. We found an apartment. In fact, there's a lot of different places we were trying to get. And then this one apartment, I just said, you know, I just want to live there. I feel like that is a place I want to live. And it turns out that uh, Jihad for a whole year lived at the on the same street at 720 and I lived at 820. So 100, like, but it was like one apartment building and then like maybe a house or two and then my apartment building. So it was like super, it was like half a block away from me. He was at 720. I was at 820 on the same exact street. So in Minneapolis, I was across town. The second time I had the pass at meeting this person, we were like half a block away and still didn't meet. And then I said, okay, God, where do you want me to be? What do you want me to do? How do you want me to handle this situation where I don't want to live in the apartment now where I'm living. It's been a year. My husband died. I got his money. They tried to take 30% of my income for rent. And I'm like, I think I could do better on my own. Screw the government and doing their massive amounts of paperwork and they're butting their nose into my business constantly. And plus, if I leave, I'm going to open it up to a young single mother who can also come in with her kids and live in the government housing. And now I've got my money. So thank you, God. And I can move on my merry little way and go to the apartment building um, that I like. Well, the one that I really, really liked was like $1,200 a month, which I didn't have. I mean, I had it, but I didn't really want to spend it. So, meh. (laughs) And I said, okay, God, where should I go? What should I do? I don't want to live here anymore. I hate the government regulations and their forcing me to give them way too much money. This apartment's not worth it. And someone was just murdered outside for Christ's sake. I don't want to stay here. You know, and my neighbor's car was vandalized. And I mean, this is just getting worse. I deserve to be in a better place. Where should I go? And God showed me the apartment that I really wanted. And I'm like, I can't go there. And God said, go there. And I argued with God because, you know, as you do. And I've talked about this story a couple times before. But this is for the people who are brand new to the show. Or if you forgot the story. And I just, I just said, okay, fine. You, 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 all right. You know what? You're, I'm going to, I'm going to play your game, God. (laughs) I'm going to play your game because you said to do this. And I'm going to do what you say because you're God and I'm not. So obviously I am your faithful and humble servant. And even if I argue with you in the end, you know, I'm going to do what you say anyway. So I went and I ended up living next door, next door neighbors in the apartment, which he had. I I said, I I want to see. And I saw all the apartments, all the different ones I could possibly see. And I'm like, this is the one I want. And they said, okay, that's $1,200 a month. Sign on the dotted line. And I said, I'll give you 800. And they said, done deal. I'm like, what? Holy shit. Holy shit. Dude, I got $400 a month on off of an apartment and on a lease. God told me and God was right. You got to go on faith no matter what. Don't freaking argue with God the way I did. I mean, I just like, all I did was like, just is like a bunch of mental masturbation and going back and forth. Like, I don't want to, I don't know. I do. I don't know. I know. Yes. No. Yes. No. Maybe. Yes. I don't know. Oh shit. Oh no. I should have just said, yes, God, I'm on my way. (laughs) I know now to do that. But back then I just didn't trust yet. 
gotta trust in God. When that still small inner voice tells you, well, what happened was I ended up meeting this guy. And what's really funny is we were, we were invited to this other man's apartment who became like a little brother to me, Hamza. And I love him dearly. And, um, we were there and this guy walks in the door. And the second this guy sees me that jihad, who was born in Minneapolis when I was in Minneapolis and lived for one full year, half a block away from me is now my next door neighbor, but I hadn't met him yet. And I was like a few apartments down at this other person's apartment. I just met all these people and they're the sweetest, most amazing people. They want to learn about the culture. They wanted to ask me all these questions. They saw that I was a single mom and they fed me, you guys, for two years straight. I didn't have to buy groceries if I didn't want and I didn't have to eat dinner. I didn't have to make dinner for two whole years because they were always, always uh, supplying us with food and socks for the kids and birthday cake on our birthdays. And it was like the most amazing, the sweetest people ever. And I became very um, close friends with all of these men. And I helped them make the adjustment in the United States. And I helped them all pass their um, English, you know, um, you know, lessons. And it was really fun. It was a really wonderful, good exchange, good experience for the kids. And we all learned a lot of Arabic and they learned obviously English. But I remember when he walked in the door, the first thing he was he ran across the room and he threw his arms around me and he hugged me so hard before he realized, oh shit, I'm Saudi Arabian. I'm not supposed to be doing this. Like his soul recognized my soul. And it turns out that we are like, I would have to say best friends or soulmates from another place in time. And I just felt like this overwhelming love for this guy immediately. He could barely get a word out. He could barely speak English, but he hugged me so hard. And I was just like, oh my God, he's my best friend. Like, damn. And you know, that's how God works in mysterious ways like that. I mean, maybe the first pass, I didn't meet him when he was a baby. And then, but God will give you a second chance. And the second chance is I lived a whole year, you know, right there, half a block from him. And then God gave me a third chance. And, and that's when we became best friends for like two and a half years. We were like inseparable. Like even after I moved to the Bay, I mean, we were on the phone for hours every day. And it got to a point where even after I moved to Guatemala and Mexico and I moved back to Michigan, he and I had dreams together. I had a dream. I was skipping stones with him across Lake Michigan and I picked up one of the rocks and he hugged me and he said, I have to go soon, but I really love you. And I wanted you to know you really are my best friend. And, and I hugged him back and I'm like, yeah, me too. I, this has been such a fun time knowing you being your friend, getting to know you. It's been really incredible. And I wake up guys, I had a rock in my hand. I wasn't in Lake Michigan. I was nowhere. I was living in this smack dab center of, of upper midtown Detroit. I was nowhere near any lake. Well, okay. I was near, I guess, technically a, the, the river that separated us from Canada, but I had a rock in my hand. It appeared in my hand. It was a rock from my dream. I'm like, Holy Moses. I had that rock. I still, it's probably in my house. I have to, I cannot sell my house until I go back and get that rock. It's that magical and special, but I left it in my house when I left for Columbia because I didn't want to lose that rock ever. So I left it in my house 
in the back of my closet. I hope it's still there. No one's going to see it and go, ooh, a a very special rock. You know, it just looks like a normal rock, but I know that I didn't have that rock before and it was nowhere near, it's like from Lake Michigan. And uh, God works in mysterious ways, you know, things happen like that. And I don't know what that friendship was about or what I was supposed to learn. I did become Muslim out of it. And he did not try to convert me at all. He said, it's, it's a sin to try to convert somebody to your religion, but I will let you know and tell you about my religion. And, you know, you could tell me about how you grew up and we'll just exchange, you know, information basically. And I ended up, I mean, I questioned them oh, up and down and I ended up, I, I heard that you can't see the Kaaba Allah, otherwise known as Kabbalah, uh, <laughs> The Kaaba in Saudi Arabia is the um, the first house ever built on Earth to worship God, and the legend has it that maybe it was built by angels, archangels, I guess. But nobody really knows. Um, by the time Abraham came upon it with his son, it was in ruins, and they rebuilt it. And that is the exact place where you see people um, going around in circles, like praying and going around in circles. And they put a big black uh, silk cloth over it. And every year the cloth is a different cloth. And I saw it and they said, you can't go there unless you're Muslim though. You'll never be able to see it. And I started crying and I, I was like crying and carrying on. I'm like, I have to see it. I have to see it. I have to be a Muslim so I could go see that someday. I haven't seen it yet. Going to Hajj is very expensive. So I didn't go, but one day, inshallah, I will go, but inshallah, but it is, um, it was just one of those things. And, and if it wasn't for jihad, I never would have trusted the religion. I never would have known anything about it. And it's funny that like, like our lives, like telescopes so close, like for so long over such a long course of time. And then now he still lives in the same city where I met him in California. And I am here in South America and that's it. And we lost touch. And, and I mean, you know, we like, I think he might follow me on Instagram or I follow him. I don't know, something like that, but you know, we don't really talk anymore. Um, life got in the way he had kids, you know, he's got a wife and kids now. So he's very busy with his world. And, um, I guess I'm busy with mine and we weren't meant to be like a couple or it wasn't romantic ever, just friendship, nothing more. But, um, but God will give you a second chance. He'll give you a third and fourth chance sometimes as well. You have to recognize it though. So when I read that book earlier, I was like, no, I don't think that's hundred percent. Am I wrong? No, God's saying I'm right. Muscle testing says I'm right. (laughs) You can double check and muscle test, you know, for yourself, you know, as well. But, um, yeah, it's very interesting. Very, very interesting. Um, so All right. I just realized I, I, I said something. I wanted to ask a question of some, this is another thing I wanted to go into this now on a whole nother topic. Um, cause I think I'm done talking about that right now. Uh, yesterday or in, you know, earlier today's show, uh, I had the idea of putting down, uh, 10 questions and folding them up and doing a pendulum dowsing or muscle testing over them to get a yes or no answer. And then you write yes or no on each piece of paper. And then you open up to find out what the question was is one way uh, of discerning the truth when you're having a hard time discerning the truth of a matter. And another uh, thing I was thinking today, and I just did this with a friend, although it still did not really clear it up, but she had some questions about some things she's going through. 
in her life. And I said, what if you write down the question on a piece of paper and call it Q1 and Q2 and Q3 and, and, you know, five or six questions, just write them down. Don't tell me what the topic is. Don't tell me what the question is. I won't know. But when you're ready, you say the first question out loud and I here in my place, in my country where I am, it's a totally different continent, and I'm gonna get the yes or no answers not even knowing what you're asking. And I thought that would be like another like double blind study to see if, if that works. And so I've been experimenting with this kind of uh, idea because I wanna discern the real truth, not a fake truth or a truth I want it to be, you know, because that's something that we all do. It's like if you're, trying to discern the truth in a matter uh, we all kind of do that don't you like I want to know yes or no the question of this and then you answer the ask the question and then say yes say yes say yes say yes and then your mind influences and says yes and then you're like yes and then you find out the next day no oh shit well you just wasted your whole you know that's how I used to be say yes say yes say yes say yes say yes say no say no say no and then I realized I read a book called letter to Robin where they say you have to make your mind blank it takes years to be able to do this like completely perfectly and I still influence it I still feel myself influencing a little bit like it starts to go no and I'm like no say yes oh shit I just influenced it ah now it says yes well it can't be real <laughs> and then you have to clean your crystal clean your pendulum you've got to keep cleansing it with water cleansing it with fire cleansing it with your breath asking God to cleanse it I, I sit mine on top of a um a stone that's a natural cleansing stone um it's a it's a special kind of crystal it melts selenite it melts if you get it wet but it, it will cleanse without having to be cleansed itself so you don't have to get it wet or anything it just it's a natural cleaning one like black tourmaline does the same thing especially the black tourmaline that has white in it that naturally will cleanse the environment you're in so, but that's what I do. And so I just, for those of you who are on the uh, path of learning how to douse, how to use a pendulum, Letter to Robin, it's a PDF. It's absolutely free. Just look it up on any search engine. You'll find it. And it's always available. I know the guy who wrote it. He was an incredible person in the American dowsing society. And there is a society you could go. They have conventions every year. One of these years, I'll get over to it. It's super interesting. You know, there was uh, this guy that I talked to, his little girl wanted to have a Coca-Cola and he said, it's not healthy for you. And she says, well, I'm going to douse for it. She pulls out her little pendulum and makes it healthy for her. And he's like, that's not possible. It's Coca-Cola. And she says, yeah, it is. I could change anything in my life. You told me I can influence the world with my mind because everything's from God, basically. And he's like, oh, shit, feed my words back to me, you know, and he's like, all right. Let me test it. You you uh, you can't drink it until I test it. So he tested it, and sure enough, Coca-Cola is good for her now. Well, I did this like last week. I said, I want Coca-Cola to be good for me. And I pendulum doused for it, and I waited till the pendulum was done swinging around, doing what it was doing. And from now on, I guess I'm going to be healthy drinking Coca-Cola. Not like I can drink it every day, although I am doing a little diet with it for a couple weeks to see uh, if I can lose weight with it. But it's all very interesting, this whole world of dowsing and... Um, I just want to bring a little bit more information to you guys about it. At least my idea of maybe, you know, 
what is it? You know, like, uh, you know, like I want to know this question. I have this question. I want to know the answer to But if I'm influencing it, if I just say, I want to know the answer to this question, boom. And I'm going to ask, I just asked a group of people accidentally. I meant to ask my friend Koya, but, um, I was trying to ask her and it turns out I was on the wrong. I was on the chat, the group chat of the archangels. So now I'll have them all ask for me when they come around. Um, I'm just going to put it out there to God, ask the question, and then they could tell me what their answer is when they get it. It's very interesting though, right? Because we fool ourselves so much. And even then, you know, um, even then we just don't even know what we don't know until, you know, and some things are not meant to be revealed to us and God will reveal things in time. And sometimes we're just impatient. We want the answer. Now we want the money. Now we want the man or woman. Now we want the, uh, we want to know now, 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 you know, immediate gratification. And sometimes we need to take a beat. Sometimes the answer is yes, but not right now. Or sometimes the answer is no, but maybe later the answer will turn to yes. Or maybe there's a reason, you know, like I, there was a guy that I thought we were compatible and I thought we were, he helped me through my, he was a really good friend. He helped me through my divorce, um, from my last husband. And we were not dating. We had never even met and we were on the phone and we talked, I, I mean, my bill, that was back when we we're paying hourly on cell phones. And I mean, my bill was like a hundred dollars just for my conversations with him. Well worth every penny. I mean, I would have easily paid triple for the opportunity and chance to get his positivity and his love and light and his constant continual friendship. I was there for him. He was going through some stuff and it was just such a great and wonderful uh, communication. And I really love this guy. And I thought, wow, he is such a neat person. He's like an emotionally and mentally is just, I love the way he thinks he's an incredible person. He's so good looking too. That didn't, that wasn't hurting him at all. Not even a little bit. He was so good looking. And, um, I really wanted to be with him and God kept saying no to that. And that's another one of those. It's the opposite of where Jihad and I were like really far away. And then all of a sudden next door neighbors and super good friends immediately, you know, and then we drifted apart this guy and I never met. And then when we kept trying to meet things would happen. Um, he got lost on the freeway, like in a town where he lived, like he went down the wrong street and he could never find me again. And I told him where I was going and he forgot. And then, and then when he went to look at my, my text message about it, the phone went out, you know, another time we're trying to meet and, um, his best friend died and he had to go back for the funeral to Iowa. You know, another time we were going to meet and he just started crying. He freaked out. He's like, I don't know what to tell you. This sounds really weird and it doesn't make any sense. And he's like, I can't see you. I can't see you. I don't know what's going on. I feel really weird. I feel kind of crazy. And he just like burst into tears and he's crying and crying and crying on the phone to me. And I'm like, uh, that's not the Jason I know. I don't know what the hell is happening to him right now. And I asked him later and he would never, ever, like I kept calling him like, every week or two or three, like, where are you? Are you okay? Like, I don't care if you want to date me or not. I don't care if you want to love me or not in that way. We're friends, man. Like where the hell are you? And I mean like two or three months went by and he finally called me and said, I don't know what the fuck happened to me. But every time I thought about you, I was crying so hard and I couldn't come see you and I couldn't call you and I couldn't contact you. And now we're contacting and now we're fine. And like a year later, we finally met in person and it was so 
like, oh my God, I have missed you. And we were just like the closest friends ever from the second we met. And I thought, oh, this guy, he's, he's, he's a keeper. Yeah. I might end up in a relationship with this guy. I kind of kept thinking it and, you know, and then, and then um, I'm like, well, I'm going to come back in a week and let's meet in a week and we'll see where we go. My kids liked him. You know, he was very sweet, very clean cut, sweetheart from Iowa. And I'm like, all right, I like this guy. This kind of guy my kids need, I need, you know, this would be wonderful. And we went um, back like a week or two later to see him and he had an emergency, couldn't make it. And he said, next time. And I came back again two weeks later after that. And he was on his way to see me and he got into a really bad car accident. And he uh, didn't die. He was had a head concussion. He was passed out, knocked the hell out of the car and knocked out, knocked out, passed out. And when he came to, the only thing he could say is like, you know, they said, is there someone you could call? And he said, my dad. And then after that, all he could say was my name again and again and again, over and over again, Elena, Elena, Elena. Oh my God, Elena. And his dad was like, this Elena must be some really special woman for you to like in your hour of need be saying her name out loud. And I've never met her. I've never heard you talk about her. Who is she? And he's like, she is my star-crossed lover. She is my star-crossed love. We're never going to meet. We're never going to be together. And I don't know why the universe hates me so much. Why does the universe hate us being together so much? And he called me and he was crying. And I'm like, I know, this is so stupid. Why? We are being prevented from seeing each other constantly. And he's like, I think we should just give up. What do you think? I'm like, I don't know. I'm scared you're going to die if you get nearer to me. You know? <laughs> and so so we, he's like, let's just take a beat and try again in a few months. And I said, okay. And he was my insurance agent. And all of a sudden, one day, I get a call saying, no, he's um, no longer running this office. And he had told me that this is what they say when someone has died. I thought he's either, and then they said, oh, he's taking time off. He's, he's going to go do something else with his life. I'm like, hey, he's an insurance man through and through. Like he, this, the game of insurance, that's what he was meant to play that game. And it was his, his thing. I mean, his name was all over California. He was famous in the insurance game and he was really good at what he did. He loved helping people. It was who he was. It was, you know, he's probably an archangel incarnate actually. And muscle testing says he was. No wonder I felt so close to him from the moment I saw his face the very first time and God kept me apart from him the whole time. And I think he died. It would have broke my heart. It would have sent me into a tailspin of depression, you know, that I had never known if I had like married him and then he died right after of cancer because my first, my husband right before that died from cancer. So I have a feeling that's what happened. It's just I, my gut instinct. I don't have proof. But this guy wouldn't not just go off and start dating another woman and then say, screw you, I don't want your insurance business anymore. Because we were friends. We were never more than, you know, never more than friends, even though we wanted to be. But like God will never give you one opportunity and you screw it up and say, oh, well, <laughs> sucks to be you, pally. God's not like that, dude. God is not like that. And, um, it's funny that it said it in that manuscript yesterday or, you know, earlier, 
Because I don't think God will do that. Why would God do that to you? That's just like, oh my God, we don't always see what's in front of us. Sometimes it takes us a freaking minute. It takes us a beat or two or three, (laughs) you know, like the person who I know to be my true, real twin flame, who is extremely famous. Well, I've had like four or five uh, imposters contact me saying that they're, uh, they like me and they're attracted to me. They want to be with me. And then I usually blow them out of the water because I, when God showed me who this person was, I started researching this person and I know the real, like, I know the facts of the person, not all of them, but I know a lot of internet. I like low key internet stalked him a little bit. So I would have some information so that when the real man calls me, contacts me, I'm going to know the kind of answers he's going to give. And I'm going to understand whether or not it's the real person. And so the first, like several that contacted me, I blew them out of the water. I'm like, that's not true. Why would you do that? Why would you say that? Why would you, you know, and, uh, this last person that contacted me, I mean, it's like pretty real. It feels pretty real, but I think he is not really real. I don't think that this person contacting me is real. And I think that my real guy is going to one day soon contact me. I feel it in my gut, but, um, I mean, we sometimes, so sometimes we get the false starts, like I am getting with my twin. Sometimes we get the, uh, situations where God will telescope you into a situation. If you don't get it right away, you're going to get it eventually. And sometimes God will give you, um, the no ahead. Sometimes you get the go ahead. Sometimes you get a no ahead. (laughs) Like I got with my beloved friend, Jason, God rest him. I I love him so much. And I just, I, wherever he is, whether he's living or dead, I don't even know, but it was not like him at all to get out of the insurance game. Not even, not even for one day. I mean, he worked such long hours. I'm like, Jason, you don't have to work on Saturdays. Like I do. And I love it. It's like my passion. I'm like helping people and people love me and I love people. And it's just so great. And it just, it, it, it lifts me up and fills my spirit with so much love. I'm like, okay, then you do need to work on Saturday. I was trying to make you feel better, but if the work is what makes you feel better, then who am I to argue with that logic? He says, I always take Sundays off, you know, and I could take like a Monday morning or Tuesday afternoon off, but I always work Saturdays because I just don't want to not work. I just don't want to put people off when they need help. And he was like good. And like he helped people with their problems. It wasn't just insurance about, you know, for him it was about the, the reaching out and the friendships. And I had a great deal of admiration for him because he wasn't really, um, you know, he was just open. His heart was just woo wide open, you know? And I learned a lot from him. My heart was not wide open. Not so much. It is now. And so, I mean, I wish there's days I wish I could just go find him now and just say, you know, we're never going to be a couple. Obviously, God does not want that for us, but I really want to be your best friend. You know, I wish that that could have been the case. I don't think it will. I think he died. And muscle testing only says yes when I ask that, yeah, he did die. But that's why God had to protect me because I... I would have been in a real bad way if I'd been moving in with him, living with him in his house and with the kids. And then, then that's their stepdad. And then he dies of cancer a few years after their dad dies of cancer. I mean, 
A, they'll think I'm a black widow. And, <laughs> and, and B, I mean, that would have done a number on my kids. There's no way in hell that would have worked out. So see, like looking back on it now, it's like, all right, I do see the point. Oh my God. Like the car accidents and the emergencies and the, oh shit, I got lost on the freeway. Like, oh my God. Oh, now my cell phone died and now I've got to go home and charge it because I lost my charger and, and now my home is two hours away and now I fall asleep and then I don't wake up till six in the morning and oh my God with this already. It was like, so it was like, it was like comedic. It was so ridiculous. It was comedic, you know, and that's it, but that's how God works. And I've, I've said all these stories before I know, but when I put it in this perspective of an INFJ mind that I am, and I start seeing that, you know, sometimes God will say yes, but it's slowly over time. Sometimes God says, absolutely fucking not. <laughs> it's the no ahead. And sometimes, you know, yes, but later or no right now, but later, yes. Or this one's not for you. This one is for you. This one is for you. That one absolutely is not for you. You know, like things will happen the way they're supposed to. You get the, the no or the yes or the, I don't know, maybe, you know, and I'm always like trying to decipher stuff. I'm always like, Hey, you know what? Um, I really want to get this, um, answer and, then I try to do pendulum, but it's not always a hundred percent. It's not always a hundred percent. Anyway, I hope you guys have enjoyed uh, this part. Ooh, 33, 33. Ooh. <laughs> and I said hundred percent and my tablet's on a hundred percent right now. Ah, <laughs> oh, that was 33, on the recorder timing recorder timer shit man so there it is uh those are your uh, angel numbers for the day uh i don't have a lot of space weather and stuff to talk about uh right now necessarily um my teeth feel weird guys i tried this uh recipe i don't believe i'm gonna do it again even though it did work there is uh they, they said if you put coca-cola on meat that's really tough I mean, we have cows that are just, they're so lean here. When we go to eat meat, it's very, very tough. Um, hamburger meat, there's no fat in it. It's just like a steak. It's tasty, very tasty. But I, so this meat is tough that I bought. So I wanted to tenderize it. And I heard putting the Coca-Cola on it will work. And I marinated it overnight. And it was still tough. <laughs> I should have marinated it for two days, but I didn't want it to go bad, you know, so I cooked it and part of it was very tender. I was like, oh wow, that's actually really, really good. Very, very tender, good meat. But, um, my teeth feel weird from the Coca-Cola that was in it. So I kind of feel like I'm never going to do that, uh, again. <laughs> I'm going to eat what I have here, but I, I wanted to make, um, chili and they didn't have the, the ground beef. So I had to like do a roast like a ro like a pot roast in the on top of the stove because I don't own an oven here so um I don't know if you guys are ever wondering about that <laughs> it might make your teeth feel weird I don't know I feel like I keep having to rinse my teeth like there's something weird with my teeth so I always ask God just bless my teeth that everything is fine and I'm freaking out for nothing <laughs> um anyway space weather let's see if I if I uh, they might have actually updated it yes they did so well, let's see 
Current solar wind speed conditions are 385 uh, kilometers per second. So it's a lot less than it was earlier. Um, a brand new solar flare has left from um, Sunspot AR2941. It's crackling with M-class solar flares. The latest is a category magnitude 1.3 explosion that happened uh, today on the 15th at 8.15 UT time. It caused minor shortwave radio blackouts over South America. Well, that does make sense for me. Um, That's about the time that this shit was happening to all of my electronics. So I don't even have radio or a shortwave radio or a ham radio or any kind of radio. I mean, I'm on my computer and my tablet and they were going haywire. Well, fuck shit. Howdy. That does actually make a lot of sense. Now that's good to know. So the sunspot could produce an X flare before it vanishes over the sun's Western limb later in the week. So, so we got the beginning burst of it and it's still not even here Jeez, man. All right. Sunspot AR2941 has a beta gamma magnetic field that harbors energy for M-class solar flares. So we just said that, you know, um, the rare blue flash from the sun I talked about earlier in the other show, Monday show, that is still up if you want to check it out. Benji Barnes did a great job taking a picture of this in Honolulu, Hawaii. There's the green flash where the sun goes over the, you know, bloops over the edge of the horizon this is the blue one. The blue one is more rare than the green one, and the green one is extremely rare. Sunspot number 73 is where we're at. Yesterday it was 72. And the uh, 48-hour change of the Ulu neutron counts, it's high, but it went down by 1.1%. There were uh, 12 fireballs. They were sporadic, seen over the United States. According to NASA's All-Sky Cameras and the All-Sky Fireball Network. And again, there is solar wind flowing from the sun, the coronal hole. And it uh, will be reaching Earth around the 21st of February. And it will probably be gone by the time the shadow period of Mercury retrograde is gone. I look forward to that energy being completely cleared out like literally it is just hanging in the air like a bad funk (laughs) i mean seriously it's like a sweaty gym you know teenage boys locker room is the energy of that mercury shadow period the retrograde shadow period mercury went direct but i just feel that electronics are being affected i'm just like uh, even cl- yesterday, the the weirdest shit happened to me. You know, um, I, I went to the store to get some groceries, called the taxi, and they said it's on its way. It usually takes one minute. It took five minutes for that car to go down the road, two blocks. I watched it, and it was going as slow as humanly possible, back and forth across the road, really slow. Now, granted, there were kids and dogs and, and chickens in the way, you know, you know, and part of the part of it, but they got out of the way faster than the car. It took forever. I stood there in the hot sun for five minutes, waiting for him to meander and mosey on down the road because the roads were washed out by the rain the night before. <laughs> it's not even. It's all crazy. And then I went to the grocery store. I bought ice cream, and I was like, "All right, I'm excited about this ice cream. It looks amazing. It looks good." 
<coughs> and I and I don't have Rocky Road here. They don't have that here. So I have to make my own. So I get raw nuts. I get the raw walnuts and the raw almonds. And then I get um, marshmallows. And I get my triple chocolate ice cream. And then I throw in some sea salt. And I mix it all up. And that's my my Rocky Road that I make here. And, um, you know, stuff here is a lot healthier than in the States. So... I don't eat ice cream often, but when I do, I want it to be special. So I was like, all right, <clears throat> let's get to like five or six uh, different days. And I'm going to eat a little bit every single, every other day, not every single day. But so it's like enough ice cream to last me. It's a really small thing, but it'll last me like 10 days or something. But I was, so I was like, all right, um, I bought, I got everything in the cart and then I got the ice cream and I made a hot little beeline as fast as possible because I don't want it to melt, right? You know, I'm like in the tropics over here. Got to get that ice cream home before it melts. Get in the freezer before it melts because it's going to taste weird. You know, it's going to be, be able like, you know, because then it like refreezes and it has that weird icy icicles on top of it. And I didn't want it to be like that. So I was like racing. <laughs> together and I get to the one line where the guy is brand new and he's high as fuck and he's slow as shit and I'm like dude tango helado and he's all oh see and he went really slow and he's like looking at my ice cream like mmm that looks good and I'm like tango helado I'm like go faster motherfucker it's my ice cream (laughs) I wasn't out of line or impatient at all with him I was just like oh my god already with this shit like it's already half melted the guy took like a year just to put like my little you know my stuff in the grocery bags I didn't get as much as I normally do it was like maybe, you know, seven or eight bags of groceries, but it wasn't like huge stuff. It was just like meat and a lot of vegetables, you know, and the Coca-Cola for the roast and, you know, things I'm trying. But I'm seriously like, oh, my God, with that. And and but it gave me the opportunity. You know, it was like a it was a no go fast ahead. It was like a go slow ahead from God, but this guy is like, like literally moving as slow as humanly possible to put shit in the bag. I'm like, he's going to get fired as fuck. I mean, he is so fired. Like if this is the United States, he would have been fired within an hour. If he couldn't just, you know, speed that up a little, like I was just like, Oh, it was a lesson in patience for me. I didn't say anything outside of my mind. It was just inside. I was just like, I have ice cream. (laughs) I'm just like, no. But this lady came up that I had met before and I really wanted to get to know her. And I thought, hey, you know, God puts us in the way of people that we should know. And, you know, I kept running into her. I met her once. I was introduced to her formally. And I really liked her energy and I really wanted to get to know her. And she just kind of looked at me like, eh, whatever. And I'm like, well, maybe it's her day, you know, that she wasn't in a good way. And God bless her. More power to her. Maybe she'll be okay next time. And the next three times she was not okay either. And I'm like, what the hell is going on with this chick? And she's older than me. She's like in her 60s, late 60s. 
So God bless her. So I was just like, okay. But to, but yesterday she looked amazing. She had her little red tank top and her matching earrings. And she had like little blingy bling bling on. And she looked good and she looked happy and her hair was up. And, and she's a redhead like me. She's taller than me. And she has like this curly mop of hair that she was wearing on top of her head. And she just looked adorable. I'm like, hey, happy Valentine's Day. And she's like, oh, sweetie, it's so good to see you. And oh my God. And she was like the nicest person in the world to me and she had never been that way before and I thought well that was cool I mean this slow motherfucker is melting my ice cream but (laughs) I was able to talk to this woman who was kind of rude and short with me before but I knew it had nothing to do with me so I didn't take it personally I just sent her a lot of love and light I'm like whatever she's going through God bless her and she ended up just being so sweet to me and I'm like oh so you know today or yesterday you know Valentine's Day is a day of love and light you know, for light workers, but for most of the world, it's the romance holiday. And if you don't have someone to, you know, be romancing, it's depressing as hell. It's, it's negative and annoying and people hate it. And there's like anti Valentine's day, like movies made and TV shows. And people are like, I don't like Valentine's day. And you know, it's just, or I think there was even a movie. I hate Valentine's day. It was like the name of the movie. You know, and um, then there's like, you know, love stories about Valentine's and there's more positive than negative about the holiday. But here in Ecuador, oh, I just looked, it's 4444 for those of you who are paying attention to angel numbers. But uh, here in Ecuador, this is a land where not only are, and this is going to be a little TMI, but on the whole planet, supposedly there was a study where all the men measured themselves <laughs> and apparently when I moved to Ecuador is when I found out that men have bigger ones here than anywhere else on earth supposedly now it's all self-reporting so factor that in and laugh have a good chuckle at that <laughs> okay so you think that okay with that coupled with the idea that this is a land where chocolate grows this is a land where roses grow you think that this would be like the land of romance for valentine's day like oh my god like nobody's business it should be that way but you know what the people here are so sweet and they're so inclusive that for ecuadorians valentine's day is a day of love and friendship and that way they include everybody they don't make it like scandalous or romantic or sexy They make it like a very gentle, loving, empowering holiday where everybody gets to express love for everybody else in whatever capacity they feel love for each other. And that made me super happy. Like I thought, oh God, Valentine's Day here is going to just make me, you know, walk out on the end of the end of that ledge and not stop this time. Like, you know, when I was first here, I'm like, no, with the way that the things I know about this country, you know, the, the outer facts. But then once I got to know the people, I'm like, wow, everyone is so sweet. Everyone is saying happy Valentine's day to everybody. Like happy, happy day of love and friendship. They would say, you know, Feliz Dia Amor y Amistad. You know, it's so a happy day of love and friendship. And it just, it feels so like, all-inclusive it's not like singling people out that are single it doesn't single people out that aren't married it's just like we love everybody today and everybody loves us and let's just celebrate the love that we are and have the union uh, uh, that we are with other with other people 
And that's one of the reasons why I love this country so much. It's one of the reasons I want to, you know, live here and be a citizen and love this place. It's like so sweet. The people are so sweet. So anyway, so I had a good, you know, there's a, a guy that is the, the security guard when I walk in. He was always happy to see me, and he was there yesterday, and he was really happy to see me, and he helped me get the little, um, I have a Christmas ornament that's a monkey, and I asked him the last time I was there if I could get the um, store, uh, put a, a thing on the monkey's ear so that he wouldn't be um, stolen out of the store at Christmas time. You know, the little black things that are, the plastic things that hook on, and I didn't know how to get it off. And so last time he said I could bring my little ornament in, and so yesterday I did. I'm like, I'm like, you know, my, I'll help my little monito, my little monkey. So I had my little monkey ornament fixed, so he doesn't have anything on his ear anymore, and and it was just like fun. I just had like a lot of fun, and people were laughing and joking with each other and playing around. And and the sky was weird. The sky was weird. It looked very, very strange yesterday. It looked. Um, like the 1980s pastel colors. It was like peach and baby blue. The sky was not blue. The sky was peach colored and the ocean was baby blue. I've never seen the ocean that pale before. It was very, very weird. It was, it gave me an odd feeling. And then on the way home, there was the moon in the sky and there was all this stuff going on. And um, energetically, I was thinking about my twin flame so hard yesterday. I was like, I want him to see this sky. I want him to be on this beach with me. I want him to hold my hand. I want him by my side, behind me, like putting his arms around me and, and, and closing his eyes and feeling the wind on his face with me today. I want him to kiss my cheek and I want to feel his whiskers against my cheek. You know, like that's the kind of thing I was thinking. And it was like so powerful and palpable. And I felt him with me. I felt him with me for three whole days. Like, he's really here, really real, really on his way to me. And it's been really intense, like, you know. And then to have this guy come you know, come along and acting like he's him, and I don't think it's really him. If it is him, I'm going to freak out. But, it, it, you know, so far I'm pretty sure it's not. I'm just waiting for him to slip up so I can go, aha! <laughs> you know, and I was laughing to myself. I'm like, one of these days, you know, it's going to come together where it's really going to be him, and I'm not going to believe him. Because I've been, you know, these guys have been trying to scam me for a long time, pretending to be him. And it's hilarious because it's like God is doing something to me. I don't know what, but, you know, I've had other, I've, I've known other people who are kind of in a similar situation. The same things happen to them, you know. And I have a couple friends where three or four celebrities are contacting them. And it's happening to me as well. And it's like, so it must be happening to everybody. Maybe it just happens to everyone. But it's weird. It's like. God's messing with us or these people are messing with us. But, you know, when we're expecting someone to get in touch with us and then someone with the same name, even though it's not really them, gets in touch with us. It's like, what? <laughs> it's like, what's happening? But, um, yeah, so all day yesterday, my twin flame, he's in my mind. He's in my heart. He is my soul, literally. So I'm just like, oh, I just want you here now. And. I've been feeling that deep, powerful longing and that sadness that we're not already together and the thrill and the happiness that we are going to be together soon. And I feel like it's coming and I'm trying to build my belief about it because, you know, there are days I just feel like I'm completely out of my damn mind. I'm crazy. That's not true. It's not real. But I know it's real. But then I have those days of doubt 
I know you guys have it too. You know, you think that money that's coming to my way is not real. It's not, you know, whatever you're trying to manifest, you know, the marriage, the friendship, the, you know, the good job. And then you just think this stuff is not real. It doesn't work. And then all of a sudden it works and you're like, Oh shit, it works. Holy shit. It works. It works. It works. And then the next time you're trying to manifest something else, you're like, I think I'm crazy. This isn't real. It doesn't work. <laughs> then you have to build your belief up again and then it works again. It's like, Oh, it actually does. This is awesome. It does work again. Very, it's so strange, right? How life is. Anyway, uh, let's get to the uh, Schumann residence today from disclosurenews.it coming out of Italy. They have a power 13 for February 15th. Um, and that's it. GCMS magnetometer is still down for heartmouth.org. Um, I think that's the end of that. I'm, I'm, I'm like refreshing the page just to see what's going on there, but I think it is, yeah. Sorry, this data is temporarily unavailable. Please try again later. So, all right, that's it, guys. I'm going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to get to the rest of the show right after this little itty-bitty musical ditty. guys so today I've been a little melancholy I'll admit having been tricked by this person who I thought was real a little bit tricked I, I never really fully believed it hoped it giving the person love honor and respect in case it is the person who is my sweet beloved but if it's not him then obviously I'm going to be annoyed and if it is him I'm gonna be like oh wow so amazed shit sorry I ever doubted you guy you know oopsies <laughs> but I mean you know do a video chat boom erase all doubt now I know everything's good right anyway um so I've been kind of melancholy and sad today and I thought you know what I want to look into what's going on uh, energetically for twin flames for people in the uh, love way <laughs> and in for everybody in general also so we're going to start um, by talking about the full moon this could be kind of an informal uh, show tonight more informal than I usually do this is how I used to do it back in the day in season one five seasons ago my god I can't believe how much time flies but I love all you. you, you know, you come and listen to me and you give me inspiration. I'm glad that we can help each other out. You know, I'm giving you guys the info, but you're, <laughs> I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. So I wanted to say thank you. Much love and appreciation for sure. Much love and respect. So, uh, let's see what's going on. Uh, the Astro Twins are astrologers, and they have written an article for mindbodygreen.com. Let's see what they have to say for themselves. <laughs> I want to talk about astrology, the full moon, and twin flames t the, tonight. Basically, that might be the end of, the, and that might end up being the name of the 
title. I haven't even named this episode yet. Uh, tomorrow is going to be channeling. Friday, the Earth Changes Report. Thursday, it just depends if I could get my computer fixed on time. I might have a special interview. Otherwise, it will be put off till next Thursday. I'm hoping it's going to be this week, though, because I'm so excited for this conversation. It's going to be incredible. So there's that. But okay. This week's full moon could spice up your love life. And here's uh, how to work with it, according to (laughs) the uh, Astro Twins on MindBodyGreen.com. So let's see. uh, They're saying that love planets Venus and Mars will connect in Capricorn for a rare and exact meetup on February 16th, which is, well crap right now actually (laughs) looking at this because I was a day late and a dollar short with uh, Monday's episode which I just published like half hour ago so this is Tuesday's episode I'm getting out on Wednesday just oh my gosh with the electronic stuff going on but they say uh, this is the sign of long-term goals and public prestige so any deals that you sign under this full moon will go the distance And it will bring you passion and fame. So I hope it is my guy writing me. And I just hope he's acting a little weird. So I'm doubting it. You know, that would be cool if that was it. It's just, oh, he's a little weird today. All right. Probably because the weird wonky full moon is really, you know. But I I think it's really not him. So I'm kind of like, eh. If it really was him, I wouldn't say. And I'm definitely not going to say his name for sure. But... You know, if I knew for a fact it was him, this conversation would not even take place on my show, just to be honest. (laughs) I'm only mentioning it because I'm doubting it completely, which I don't want to doubt him. I don't doubt him. He's a wonderful person, but I'm just like, man, again with this. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so the full moon is going to square the lunar south nodes and north nodes in a Scorpio and Taurus. So, um, it says, um, if you've been too fixed lately, you might be more creative. That might help you uh, get a little bit unstuck, have more, uh, stability and, um, you know, you have to bring more passion, romance and creativity into your world. And this full moon is earning its name from the indigenous tribes for obvious reasons. It is a peak winter time right now in the north so it is called the snow moon and um this is about that cold cuddly under the snow thing and i'm sitting here in my little tropical skirt and my suicidal fan blowing cool air on me (laughs) this evening so yeah um Leo is in the full moon hot seat, it says. Uh, So I guess what she means by, or what they mean by this is the moon is in Leo. Oh, wait a minute. I got to look at the cat. Hey, did you know that? The moon is in Leo tomorrow, full moon. She took off running when I said that. She is a Leo. (laughs) It's her sign. It's a perfect sign for knowledge, Ravenspell. My beloved black cat, she she's embodies embraces the Leo. She's so social and sweet 
and she's fierce like a lion, just perfect for her. So, uh, Noble Leo is the Zodiac's hero is what they're saying. Um, and it brings you to your most brave and courageous self. And also it's a sign of leadership and it can help you express your highest vibration. If you let it, if you, um, bring yourself to the highest level of esteem in your own self. And what they're saying here, Leo is a galactic guardian of creativity glamour, romance, and fertility. Ooh la la. <laughs> it makes me a little scared and nervous right there, but I, I cannot get pregnant, but when I see the word fertility, I'm like, ah, run the other way. I already had my kids. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kidding a little bit or a, a lot bit. Take your pick. All right. So, uh, yeah, so the Leo, the Leo full moon, we were going to have to be fast tracked to personal growth. We're gonna have to do a lot of self-reflection. I'm already feeling it. I don't know about you guys, but man, this energy is powerful. I've been like singing that song, um, talking to the moon. It is so much a song for, uh, twin flames. That song, I love you to infinity. I mean, it's called the song is called infinity. Oh my God. It's just Oh, my heart is just wide open. It's just busted open so much. I'm loving my twin flame so much from a distance, but I feel him hugging me and holding me. I know that he's asleep right now. I feel his energy of being asleep, but I feel like he's really missing me too. And I'm like, oh, just freaking, you know, find me already. It's come on, dude. Like I, you know, I know where he is, but then if I go to where he is because he's famous, I'm a stalker, right? So I don't want to do that. He's got to come to me. So I, you know, I left a couple, you know, hints for how he could get in touch with me, you know, around the internet basically, but not stalking him so much, but just like, Hey, by the way, I'm this person and blah, da, 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 da. That's how you get in touch with me, blah, blah, blah. So hopefully I will get you know, hopefully he'll find me. He has to, or maybe he'll just listen to the show and go, Oh my God, I'm the one I am famous. And I do feel you at night and I do love you. And let's start our relationship now. Let's do it. Let me take you out for an ice cream or something (laughs) or in the snow moon. Okay. Grab the headlines. That's the next thing we have to know about this potent full snow moon in Leo. Um, let's see. It says, uh, it's, it's, you know what? Tooting your own horn basically is what they're saying. Grab the headlines. Uh, if you're ready to take a risk, do it, you know, just do it. Like, why not just put yourself out there and say, look, this is the thing, you know, this is who I am. I'm the real deal. I'm really real. So this is what I do. This is who I know. This is what I can be a part of or help you with in your life. And Hey, you tell people who you are like that. Make sure you have a deep sense of, uh, humility. You're humble. And that deep gratitude, attitude of gratitude is always important. 
you know, um, this full moon, I mean, God, this is a big one in the love month of the two, two, two year. Like this is like so huge. Like this month is, has been a number of intensities. Has it not on the second of February? That's like two, 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 2022. <laughs> and then we have 11, which is also a two number, you know, but it's the twin flame number. And then we've got Valentine's day just happened now the full moon and the 22nd is coming up. That's going to be a massive day. And I'm just going to be like trying to manifest my guide, just, just writing me and calling me. It's like all I want, just, you know, contact me. Once we make contact, we don't need to get married tomorrow. You know, we just need to get to know each other. If that's a slow burn over time, ooh, so delicious. That's fine with me. Or if it's one of those, oh my God, I cannot wait to meet you. I feel super, super comfortable with you. And I feel like there's something right about this and I'm on my way. Hop in my private jet, be there to, you know, tomorrow. Yeah, I'm there. I'm down for that too, either way. I'm down for all of it. I'm open to all of it. And I feel like that's an energy of this moon. Like we're open to it. You know, it's like, you know, you want to get together and okay, fine, baby. Hey, hey, <laughs> I'll help you feel like the red hot blooded American man you are, baby, or, or not. Just want to hold hands, watch TV and eat popcorn. Cool. Down with that too. You want to hop in a canoe and canoe around your moat of your castle <laughs> I'm just kidding he doesn't really have a castle I don't believe maybe he does hell I don't honestly I don't know hell I really don't know much about this person I just know who he is that's all but I don't know a lot about him <laughs> but this is a time where you're gonna just be like hey you know what this is who I am and love me or leave me like it or lump it I mean it's, it's up to you but I'm gonna be out in front and you can be out in front too with me or choose to ignore me. It's up to you. I don't care. I just don't even care anymore. You know, this is just being who you are and being pleased with yourself in a, not in a arrogant way, but in a humble way. That's what the energy is right now. I can feel it. Just dance. That's the third thing. Just dance, get up and just you know, boogie your tushy all night long. If you have to just do it. I've been dancing for days. I mean, I've been like literally like legit this energy of this moon and the shadow period and the freaking all of the stuff slamming into us from Venus and the interplanetary shockwave, all this crap, man. I've been legit like going back and forth between like an intense, ugly cry for missing this person to just like laughing my ass off and dancing. And then the cat, she comes up and we dance together. I mean, we just danced a few minutes ago and then she got excited because she could see her own tail from like bending over backwards over my arm. And then it became a game of catch the tail for her. <laughs> and for me, it was a game of hold the cat and don't let her fall, but it, it all worked out. So, uh, give birth to something. That's what says a Leo is a sign of fertility, by the way. Um, so yeah, give birth to something, whether it's, you know, trying to have a baby or a creative moment, try to get your creative juices flowing at this time and, uh, 
check out all of the potential um, things you could do for business, things to make for, you know, for money. Maybe you want to get into, um, I'm hearing the words fiber arts, art, um, even like NFTs, you know, like that kind of art, but also um, in investing, actually God's telling me investing is a good time right now. Hopefully just listen to your own intuition on that. Um, do your due diligence, of course. Shine bright like a conflict-free diamond. <laughs> That's the fifth one on the list. I'm not reading directly the article. You can read it if you want at mindbodygreen.com. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, in, yeah, Leo is also signed for pleasure, indulgence, full-bodied expression, baby. Mm, okay, getting into that. All right. I've been getting into that energy for a few days. Like, there's such a sensuality about what's going on in the past few days, and I haven't been in touch with that feminine part of myself, that sensual feminine side. And all of a sudden something unlocked in me. I would have to say around Saturdays when the energy really hit and Sunday. And it was like, that's it. I am, you know, your divine twin. I'm your twin flame. I am your divine feminine and I'm sensual and I am worth it. And I am your queen. Come home to me, daddy, and claim me. That's the energy I'm feeling. Very sexy. Very Leo, right? <laughs> it's been really trippy for me because this is not normally who I am. And now it is. <laughs> it's just, it's someone who I maybe used to be, but it's a much better, higher glow up of me, you know, version of me. So that's kind of, that's kind of where I'm at. <laughs> hey, come and get me, baby. Let's do it. <laughs> um, this is a vivacious moon. This is like a really intense, uh, powerful energy. So it's very seductive. It's alluring. It's sexy. It's smart. It's sleek. It's look at me. How do you like me now, baby? Look at me. Yes. Kind of energy. And things are very, very interesting at this time. So I feel like you might have uh, contacts with people. Might be exes. You know, just watch out for the exes because the wagons always circle back around. You know, but it might be your soulmate. might be your twin flame. There might be something going on. And I feel like between couples where things have been kind of lagging a little bit, I think things are going to heat up in a really spicy and amazing way where I feel like surprising things are going to happen. And it's going to be like, ooh, <laughs> I haven't had that thought in a minute. Mm. Now it's a hot minute and uh, let's have a hot night. That's what I feel, you know. Um, even if you're single like me, like you're going to be like, all right, okay, you know, maybe I do want that sweetness. Maybe I do want that love and that <clears throat> brilliant feeling of being at home with the love of your life, you know, just at night and putting your head on their chest and that powerful and romantic feeling of just knowing that everything is all right and safe in the world again and I can breathe again. This is a time to be romantic and visualize your true love, twin flame, soulmate, your uh, hot burning flame of desire. That passionate, playful Leo sign is going to help you turn heads if you could get into the energy and the vibration of it. So be imaginative. It's also a very imaginative sign. Leo is 
about creativity and imagination might be time to make a vision board as they're saying here on the article or a collage of inspiring images, things that will help your subconscious mind, um, latch on to, and over time, eventually that will manifest in your life. So, um, and this says have a Valentine's day sequel celebration. Okay. Valentine's day part two <laughs> ding <laughs> the bell has rung again okay i feel like this is funny a friend of mine wrote me and he said happy valentine's week he said i was sick on valentine's day so i've officially made it a week and i'm like i'm gonna go one better and i made it a month happy love month to you <laughs> so it's not just lover's day it's happy lover's month to all of us so, okay, now I'm going to go to uh, an article about Twin Flames specifically written by Cassidy Kane. I love this woman and we're going to see what she has to say because she was talking about all of these incredible energies um, also uh, for the week. And I thought, well, that's quite interesting. So I'm going to pause this for a second and get that page queued up. All right, so now we're going to go to TwinFlames1111.com. And this website... This website is really good. I mean, there's a lot of free stuff on it. Her uh, program to find your Twin Flame, if you're on the journey, is... um, It's like $197. I'm going to try to go in on it with a girlfriend of mine. She's going through exactly the same thing as me. It's like we're trying to get our twin flames to notice us by glowing ourselves, like literally raising our energy and vibration so freaking high that, you know, they could see us from fucking space. But (laughs) I mean, that is just like, we're just like, I'm over here freaking glowing. You know, can't you see me? (laughs) That's how I feel. It's like, God, you you could see me from space. Why are you ignoring me, dude? Come on. You can't ignore that light in your eyes right now. (laughs) You can't ignore that fire in your heart and the passion and desire in your soul. I know you can't ignore this shit. I know you know I'm there. I know you know we're telepathing. I low-key think my my famous dude is kind of stalking me every now and again. My internet stalking me a little tiny bit. I feel it. Like, sometimes I'll like telepathic question based on something I said on the show. And I'm like, um, are you listening to the show? Like, I need to find him in real life. I need him to find me in real life is how it is. Anyway, Twin Flames 1111. This is by Cassidy Kane. She's amazing. And uh, anyway, so here we go. Twin Flame energy forecast for this week. And this energy forecast is the arrival Ah, you know, and it just bothers me because this guy is arriving into my life and pretending he is someone he's not. And it's like, I want the real one to arrive, not the fake ass one. I need a twin flame here, not a twin flake. (laughs) So love comes home once in a lifetime. Heightened period for twin flame reunion is right now, you guys. Chance meetings, reconciliation, destiny, and 222 gateways, and the Mars-Venus conjunction. Ah, just breathe, because you got to stay open to this energy, even if you're not on the Twin Flame journey. This is powerful, powerful energy right now, astrologically speaking. So welcome to a brand new week in Cosmic Energies, she says. Uh, the highlights of the week. 
Mars and Venus are in reunion in the sky. The masculine reaches his love. Gateways, code activations, heightened time of destiny strikes. But here we go. <laughs> love comes home. So it says this is going to be one of the most special weeks of twin four twin flames in a long time. Exactly right now today. Oh, be still my heart. February 16th, Mars and Venus meet in their reunion. In traditional astrology, this means love comes home. You guys, this person who I don't think is the real person, he's been writing me and I he keeps saying, I think you're my one, I think you're my person. And I think he's like not even the real guy. And I think, you know, even the fake guy is saying the right things and pushing the right buttons in me. And I'm like, well, then that's it. Just come home. And I've been saying it all like all weekend. Just come home. If you're, if you think I'm the one, I need you to come home to me right now. Come and claim it. I am your queen. Come get me. If you're waiting for someone, especially a masculine partner, they reach you now. That's what it says. Oh, I do believe there's like something about this powerful energy guys. I feel it. I feel him. And I feel like when he reaches me, it's just going to be so normal and natural and feel so great that, Oh, Oh yeah. That's the energy I've been looking for. There it is because it's going to happen in Capricorn. It's highly likely that it's going to be your physical 3d reality. And there is a lot of true 222 Gateway series continuing on next week and the week after with February 20th and February 22nd also. I mean, it's this, is, this month is like massive for Twin Flames, okay? It's such a huge time for the Twin Flame connection. And so uh, let's see. I'm looking, I'm going through her advertisements here. She's got amazing stuff on here. Cassidy Kane, C-A-Y-N-E is her last name. And her first name is Cassidy, C-A-S-S-A-D-Y, I think. Things with C's. What to watch out for. Okay, so she says Mars and Venus will, after this, not reunite until 2024. So, holy moly, guy, you got to get into my life like right now. <laughs> and 2022's 222 gateways will understandably will not repeat in our lifetime. Oh my God. So how we handle the immense cosmic flow, this potential is crucial. She says, and there's a lot of uh, frustrated twins out there where things haven't panned out the way they want, or they haven't gotten their reunion or they're out of reach or they we're together now they're not, you know, it, that might be the situation. It's just an outer expression of inner energy alignment and limitation passed down to you from your family, something you've absorbed via society, or it might just be your own fear keeping it away. Dude, I am not afraid of my guy. I want him in my life so much. Like, oh my God, all I could think about is at the end of the day, I just want to give him a nice foot rub and hang out, watch TV or, you know, massage his hands, you know, massage his scalp, you know, just kind of be there for him and, and just be supportive and loving and just make stew. I made stew tonight and I thought I'm making this stew for you. Come home, daddy, have a, have a bowl of stew with me. You know, I made this, uh, it's like a chili, uh, flavored stew and it's like so good. And I'm like, ah, oh, I wish I could have shared it with him. This is so amazing. But 
you know, he's not here today. I know he's going to be here soon though. But, uh, it says that right now, the important thing you can do is change your alignment to become a match with love and unity. And she has a way to do it on this. If you are wanting like me to do it, I'm probably going <laughs> to, I'm going to publish this show and go buy her damn program for $200. And you know what? Screw it. You know, if my friend wants to pay me a hundred dollars, I'll give her uh, the password, you know, cause that way, you know, it'll help you know, fray the cost. Otherwise it's, it's probably worth the $200 for my guy to be in my life. I mean, honestly, it'd be worth $20,000 if I had it to have him in my life. He's, he's a worthwhile person. I just feel it. I just, it's, I've been thinking about it and I've been dreaming about him again. I'm like, Oh man, just that love, just that tenderness that I have missed for so long. I broke down legit the other guy, the other day guys. And I just, I realized I've been too strong for too long. I had to be mother and father to my kids. And I ended up being hard like a man, like emotionally and kind of closed off. And I realized it the other day and I just broke down and I just, I cried for like legit an hour. Like this is too much. It's too much, you know? And I, now I feel softer. I feel that sensuality, that Leo full moon boy. It's really getting to me (laughs) and it's helping me. I hope you guys are allowing it to permeate your every cell and just bring that, oh, you know, that creativity and the flow and the, you know, if you had stiffness in your body, now you're flowing and able to dance and move and just kind of slink around your living room in a sexy, seductive, fun kind of way, even if you're alone. I mean, I feel like that's the energy of this. So... Um, as within, so without, she's saying your inner state will draw back an outer mirror. So it's disheartening if that love is out of reach and you feel like you just, it's almost there, but not quite. And, um, you can change it and she has all the things, but right now is the way that you're going to be able to change it. Um, confessions of love. Oh my God. See everything in this article too. this person who I thought was my guy. I said, I have a confession to make. And I told him something that he did not know, um, about me. And then I, later I said, I had a confession to make. I told him something that he did not know about himself. And he's just like, this is really weird. This is strange. I, I think it's true, but my God, you know, and I'm like, yeah, but it's funny. The word confessions, confessions of love as Mercury and Pluto conjunct this week, there is a heightened connection with the unconscious deeper issues, motivations, fears, desires are all being expressed right now. And spirit shows us it's highly likely someone who has seemed disinterested or distant, including twin flame counterparts will finally admit their deeper true feelings to you. And they're going to show you that that they were holding back from you because they were afraid that you were going to reject them. But this transit is a reactivation of the point where Mars and Venus met last summer during July 9th, 2021. And that was their last reunion. So now there's not going to be any more holding back because Mars and Venus are together. This is a time of reunion. And now is when they're going to confess their feelings, the twin flame meeting and the physical somehow for the first time, including even online, this is the astrological transit time for it. If it's ever going to happen, it's definitely going to be now it's the time for love. And Mars is conjunct with Venus. That means the two counterparts. Okay. Sigh. Cry. (laughs) The two counterparts are back together. So 
there it is. There's a high, this is a high time for twin flame reunions. It's a challenge because, you know, we doubt, we fear, we worry, we have skepticism where you have all these other blocks and, and it can overwhelm us. We have to be very clear of our mindset and we have to be exceptionally aware of it. And we have to calm down. <laughs> it says, please stay calm. It's like, keep your arms and hands inside the vehicle at all times. <laughs> That's how I feel. <laughs> Elena, keep your head in the window. <laughs> Over the coming weeks, there's going to be this high energy of high alignment and we have to be open to it because it's going to be able to manifest in our life. We have to relax and release our worries because we don't want to get in our own way. We don't want to break the alignment. We don't, we want to make it possible. This is a cosmic love portal guys. This is cosmically speaking. It's so much a, tw- a time for the twin flame reunions. It's one of the most key times in a highly rare period. It doesn't guarantee it though. So we do need to work on ourselves. And if you're like me again, twin flames, 11, I'm going to go do the program. I haven't done it yet. I don't know what it's like. Hopefully there's a money back guarantee in case it doesn't work. But as soon as I said, uh, I'm going to do it. I looked and it was, it's three 13 AM by the way. That's a number. That's, that's the Detroit area code. And I just looked and I'm at three, one, three, three on the, uh, thing. So ooh, more and more and more, uh, there are numbers that are coming up. 13 comes up a lot for me the past week or two. So, um, if you're at peace and deeply relaxed about the prospect of an impending meeting or reunion, then you're probably going to be okay. But if you're worried, excited, hysterical, concerned, stressed out about it, I'm only thing I'm so happy about it. Like, Oh my God, like, Oh, I just get into my life already. I'm a little bit like just anxious, but not in a bad way, in a positive way, like get into my life so that we can talk. Oh my God. I want to have two months just sitting and talking every day. Just, just, just talking about everything under the sun and everything under the moon and everything in between and everything until June. I mean, that is how I feel about my beloved. I want to just share every little moment. I want to make hot chocolate and popcorn for him. And I want to dance under the moonlight and I want to kiss his beautiful hair and his cheeks and his just look into his beautiful eyes and, and just say, I'm here, I'm yours. And this is it, you know, and that's the energy. I hope that you're feeling this like, Oh, you know, it's just, when is it going to (laughs) happen? I'm so happy. I feel like, um, have you ever seen a dog waiting at the end of a road for their master to come all the way down the road in their car? That's how I feel like I'm just like wagging my tail so hard. Can't you see me from space? I'm glowing out here. (laughs) As the energy is like, come on. I am brighter than the freaking moon. I am brighter than the freaking sun. Come see me. I have glowed up guys. I've like lost weight and I'm, I'm legit. Like I'm on this weird diet and I, I have lost like five pounds since last week. I'm already like feeling amazing, like looking good, feeling great, looking good, feeling great. You know, I just, that's how it is (laughs) that and talking to the moon. Oh my God. Bruno Mars talking to the moon. Then this other song um, called infinity You guys, there's so many good Twin Flame songs that are coming out because so many people are becoming more aware and awake and 
to this. And if you don't know what a twin flame is, by the way, if you're new to the show and new to the whole concept, a twin flame is literally, it's one soul in two separate bodies. And there's an ancient Greek idea of the hermaphrodites. I just saw a movie about this, um, you know, concept of soulmates, but it's beyond soulmates. We, everyone, like we, everyone we know is a soulmate. You know, you might know 30 soulmates and it doesn't mean that they're romantic. You know, they're not all your meant to be your husband or wife. You know, some, most of them are, you're like your friends, family, neighbors, you know, mom, dad, brother, sister, whatever, best friend. But then the twin flames, it's a journey. It's a, you have to love and know yourself and, and hold a mirror up to yourself and not be afraid anymore. And you can't fear what was true all along inside of you. You have to be a part of that higher vibrational love and that, you know, just that cosmic smile that is you, that other person, you know, when you smile at them, they're smiling back at you. You have the same vibration and energy and your heart's beat at the same level, the same exact tune, I believe. You know, they are you and you are them and it's just... Uh, it's just so amazing. And most people are not in the twin flame way. Most people have the soulmates because it's a hard journey. It's so hard to do it. But once you get past a lot of your junk from karmic stuff and relationship stuff in this life and past life stuff and ancestor stuff and you heal all that, then it's like, oh, this is actually really quite pleasant to be with the one person that you know, God created for me, my divine husband, my divine wife, you know, the person who is the one created for me, I was created for them, you know? Um, so if you're, if it's driving you crazy and you can't know what will happen and you're really scared and you're fear, you've got to make it happen by just relaxing, stepping into that glow up you where you're like, okay, I'm done chasing you. I'm going to sit here and just wait for you to come on by. It's on you. It's on us really to make it happen. <clears throat> we can step into our highest self and align with the highest outcome. We can ask God to only be a part of the projection of the light and not the shadow. We can ask God to bring us into alignment with the one true love that is meant for us, the right man or the right woman in the right way at the right time in perfect divine timing in which it is all clear and all natural and all beautiful and all meant to be in the right way in which nobody gets harmed in the making of this union <clears throat> and that everything is safe and feels good. So we have to anchor in unconditional love in our system, embed the masculine and feminine sacred marriage energy. You have to embody that unity, that match, that deep inner peace and reality is going to match on the outside what it matches on the inside. So we've got to make sure on the inside it matches really well. And so it says, um, uh, let's see. Are we opened or blocked? Let's see if there's anything else. She's talking about the love bubble and the next chapter, the several weeks to come. Good news. <clears throat> Mars and Venus will travel together for several weeks to come. Well, thank God they're going to interact with other major planetary powers that will lend additional themes to their journey along the way. But this week today, right now, February 16th is the peak. 
Now they're going to join, join up in Capricorn, close to Vesta, which is goddess of the hearth, the central fire, and your own bubble. This will show the scene of lovers in their own world. The next chapter activating our souls on a higher level, and it's going to bring us close to home. And we're going to be sheltered from the world somehow in our own little love bubble physically together or experiencing the counterpart more as a soul. And by the way, if you're not on the twin flame journey, you still have a twin flame on the other side in heaven. They are there with you always loving you, supporting you, bringing you, you know, virtual hot chocolate in your dreams. You know, the person who loves you beyond where anybody else ever would or could or dared to. So 11-11, Mars and Venus as a couple is also trying Uranus and Taurus. This is the home of Venus and love at 11-11 degrees. Oh, my God. Again, that's another one. I'm just so weepy because the stupid full moon won't stop. It's like a big onion in the sky, and I keep crying because of this cut onion in the sky. This is another massive indication of positive unity for twin flames at 11, 11 degrees. However, Uranus involvement strongly tells us that you must release the past and old ways of looking at things in order to love to fully show up or anchor in. You have to be open to a new beginning completely and yourselves to experience love, not based in the traditional human modes, original rigid cultural expectations. Ugh, couldn't even see that word for a minute. Couldn't say it because I couldn't see it. That was weird. I just, I'm like, I'm like, I'm feeling the energy, my vibe. I'm vibing up. I feel my back vibrating. I feel my archangel wings vibrating in the higher realms. I, they've been vibrating and moving, and I just feel them. And out of the corner of my eye, I've been seeing my wings. I've been seeing energy in my, just around me. I've been seeing, I saw like a little being run through my house earlier. I think it was a gnome. And I was like, hey, hey, bud, what's up? <laughs> I've been seeing energy like everywhere. It's it, There's something really magical at this time right now, guys. It's really magical. But love is coming. Love is here. Just connect to that higher state of love. And it's just right from the heart. It's right there. Um, Uranus will try to rattle you, so be careful. You have to be in that state of perfect divine love, whether you're single, you're with somebody, it doesn't matter. Just stay in the energy of like love, receive more guidance. Venus and Mars are forming positive connections with Jupiter and Neptune. And it means that we might feel that we're um, being led by our spirit guides or our archangels or even our ancestors. So you have to be able to flow easily and um, gently with the highest possible outcome and you have to tune into your intuition at this moment pay attention and stay clear of negativity from other people from outside like you know what you know just like that's that song um manifestations by peachka and kira i love this song because she says um I'm loving all this energy. I'm clearing bitches out. I ain't stressing manifesting. What ain't serving me when go. <laughs> I'm rocking with my higher self. I'll never be alone. <laughs> I love it. It's like, yes, that's, that's that energy. Like, you know, the bitches are those stupid little thoughts that you have that things aren't re real or aren't working. Clear that stuff out. Just love that stuff because this is the time. This is the time. 
So we have to pay attention and we have to stay clear of all the negativity that other people will, you know, put on us because screw them and they're negative. We don't need that. We don't need it. Other people's ideas or energies or bleh, don't ever let other people get involved with the relationship. It's just not even worth it because it can mess up the alignment. So this is a state of heightened sensitivity because of Pisces. Uh, the sun is going to be in Pisces on the 18th of February. So that's like Friday. Ah, oh, that's the last thing. So now we have a full moon and then the sun in Pisces. And it's just like, oh, that Pisces energy is so, oh, it's amazing. It's sensitive. It's, it's, it's uh, nebulous and it's kind of like cosmic. It's so cosmic and it's just intense. And it says here, if you're clear in your own soul song frequency, everything's going to go swimmingly. She says amazingly. I say swimmingly because... Pisces. The symbol for Pisces is two fish swimming together in unison harmony. And it's a perfect sign for twin flames to meet, of course. So uh, you have to release negativity, repression, toxins, blah, yucky stuff. And Pisces season is an extra sensitive time. So I'm sensitive because the moon, we're sliding on into uh, Pisces season where my beautiful uh, daughter is going to be 22 years old. I cannot believe it. My God, that, that my oldest kid is 22. Shit, man. <laughs> it's, that, that blows my mind because I don't, I feel like I'm like 29. How the hell, what, was I seven when I had her? Not really. I wasn't. <laughs> but it's, it's weird. Wow, 22. So anyway, um... Let's see. She has a lot. She has some stuff that is free and then the stuff that you pay for. And I'm going to try to talk my friend into paying for it with me. <laughs> Send me the money. I'll buy it and give you the password, right? So Mars and Venus and Capricorn will symbolize also commitment. So it indicates that twins who haven't been living together so far might decide to, you know, consider getting engaged, married, acts of commitment, you know, moving in together, whatever, you know, taking that next step. Uh, it's the sign of physical reality is Capricorn, um, commitment, karma, responsibility. Those are other things that might be coming up for you, whether or not you're on the twin flame journey, physical unity is coming closer. It is important that, um, that, that physical unity is something that you want to reach and you, and it wants to reach you. If that other person wants to be with you, stay open to that alignment of it. You know what I mean? Just kind of woo flow, 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 get into it. I've been dancing. I've been listening to music. I've been just like, you know, get down on it. Woo <laughs> dancing and happy. The 16th is today is full moon and Leo, which opposes Saturn. Be careful of the ego today challenges might arise the biggest enemy to love and reunion is ego and past clashes based in ego i don't have an ego about my sweetheart anymore you know on any level i just feel like you know we're all good it's going to be good everything is good there is a possibility that pride might help uh, uh might keep you away from alignment you know conflicts battles that you know, blocks you from forgiveness and it will block you from your twin and love. If that is you release it, baby, release all that negativity, let go of past agreements to stay negative with each other. So just choose to start over, choose to love, stop the blocking of your blessings. 
open yourself and be um, available to love. So Jupiter is going to be sextiling Uranus. <laughs> that sounds really dirty, but that's good news. Apparently throughout the week, we're going to have that twin flame destiny strikes kismet energy from Jupiter. Also the expansion planet of wealth and luck. So as long as uh, you don't get in your own way, you can have an added boost of that positive, unexpected synchronicity and kismet is on its way it's going to make itself known don't be surprised if you run into your twin unexpectedly somehow or synchronicity or accidental happenstance brings you guys together into contact and says stay out of worry don't stress over it be just trust major shifts in destiny are happening pluto is trining the north node as well this is a major shift in destiny happening at this time especially if you're willing to face your fears and you've done your inner work transformation is happening recalibration of the collective human timelines and twin flames are key to this we have to release fear and anchor into a space of deep love within the lovers are traveling together Ooh, i like that sound of that <laughs> let's do it and that's another thing. This guy, I don't think it's really him. He's like saying, let's go on a vacation together. I want to travel with you. And I'm like, oh my God, I still want to travel. It's my favorite thing in the world is to travel. I've traveled a lot. I, I even told him I'm, I went to like, I've lived in five different countries with my kids. Like I literally started traveling when my husband died. I'm like, screw it. We got his money and it's cheaper to live in a way of traveling in other countries and is to just to never go anywhere in the States. It's weird that, but it's less money to travel. So hells yeah, I'm traveling, but uh, yeah, the lovers travel together in short this week and beyond is an exceptionally heightened time for twin flame connection. According to this. So, um, she says she can't even share all the information on this period in the weekly forecast. Cause it's just not enough space. There's like too much, too much to write. And it's all good. It's all good. So um, she says, sending you love and light from Cassidy. C-A-S-S-A-D-Y is her name. But anyway, twinflames1111.com. <laughs> and she says, if you want to maximize the chances of it, let me guide you there. This is like, you know, she always kind of throws in her advertisement in the middle of her uh, weekly forecast. But she's good. And she's got free resources if you can't afford it but I'm going to, I'm going to do it. And if, uh, if you guys are interested in going in on it with me, I'm sure like one or two people might go, Hey, I'm interested. Maybe we could do that. I could just like, you know, we could make a group password, you know, cause I can't afford it totally, but I, I can't afford not to. So I'm going to do it even if no one else does it with me. But if y'all are interested in this twin flames, 11, 11, like, so that's a full moon energy that we are gotten into and the twin flame energy and all of this intense, like astrology. I mean, it's, oh, it's heating up. I, I mean, I told you guys a couple of years ago that we're getting ready to move in the way of the twin flames. And I knew I was going to be like that, you know, in a part of the couple, it's kind of hauling up the rear here. I think we're like, want to be going to be in the last group, but, um, let me ask God, am I, am I in the last group? No, huh? there's one group after me. Is there two groups after me? Is there three groups after me? Is there four groups after me? So there's going to be three whole groups after me. Am I in it now? God's saying yes. I'm doing muscle testing. So are we going to meet 
like now, like at this time in the next three months and be together in the next three months physically, <laughs> where he actually calls me and I see his handsome face. Yes, baby. Love that. Ugh. Can't wait to see those gorgeous eyes <laughs> looking at me and smiling. I want him to smile at me with his eyes. <laughs> All right. This has been a way more romantic episode than I expected it to be. Maybe a little hot and sexy and spicy too. Maybe that's what we needed. Shake things up, you know, stir it at, stir that up, add it up. <laughs> As Baby Bash says, from Mexico to Canada. <laughs> so that's it. I love you guys. I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you're feeling good and fine and and uh, calm and. Um, let me know if you want it, if you guys are in the twin flame way and you think you want to do this journey with me, I'm going to definitely do it. I mean, I'm trying to put together my discord. If I could get that together, I mean, we could even have a twin flames journey, uh, section and talk about it if we do this together. So if you're interested, let me know as soon as possible. Cause I'm probably going to do this tomorrow, probably going to, uh, with my girlfriend do it tomorrow, but we could, we could get on the discord and just chat with a bunch of people on that twin flame journey. If you are a twin flame and you have any advice for me as to how it happened for you, please write me at mermaid girl, 888 on Instagram. I could use all the advice, um, I can get about, uh, what did you do to bring it about? You know, were you just like, you stopped looking for it? Were you, you know, relaxed about it? Did you do a ritual? I don't know. I'm not going to kill a chicken if that's what you're getting out. If that if that's what you're getting out, don't call me, but I'm not going to kill an animal for this. It's not worth it. I'm, you know, I'm going to trust God and trust the process, but I'm going to do her. She has like some clearing tools and healing tools and, you know, whatever I can do to clear and clean the energy of my sweetheart, as well as me. I want us to be clear and, and that's it, but that's it. The full moon is going to have us emotional and sexual and sensual and, and in that divine masculine and divine feminine way and that journey that we're all on together, you know, this ascension journey has been very wild. Who I never believed it was going to get this crazy. And the energies that I'm feeling are just like, they lift me up. I feel like I'm being lifted up and it's, I feel like I'm floating. Sometimes I feel like I'm floating through the store yesterday. I was walking through the store. I don't think my feet touched the ground once <laughs> they did, but I mean, I really didn't feel it. I felt like I'm floating. I feel like, you know, hey, I'm levitating. Like Dua Lipa says, hey, I'm levitating. Because I've got you, starlight. You're my star shine. I got you all night. So come on, dance with me. I'm levitating. This has been another episode of Metaphysical Soul Speak, the podcast. I'm your host, Elena Fox. And that's it. I'll be back tomorrow with all unique and original programming, just like always. Until then, I am signing off with peace and joy and the high vibes of the Holy Fifth Dimension. Until next time, guys. Peace. guys, I've been making episodes of Metaphysical Soul Speak, the podcast, for a while now, and many of you have contacted me wondering just how you can support me and my podcast. 
Well, I have two solutions for this question. Number one is to become a listener supporter in which you go to the Anchor app, locate my channel, and sign up anywhere from $0.99 to $9.99 monthly, and you can stop anytime. Or number two is to make a one-time donation of any amount via Zelle, bank to bank, or through PayPal using my email, mermaidgirl888 at gmail.com, also located in the show description. Now with this option, you aren't uh, obligated monthly in any way, and you're also not limited. Thank you all so much in advance for your support. Let's keep Metaphysical Soul Speak on the air and onward and upward to the fifth dimension together, guys. Thank you.